0: Hello, it's Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. Check out this lesson from a clock and a car wash. A little while back, our family was out and about, and my husband saw a car wash. Well, our car was a mess, so the timing was perfect. The wash was unmanned, you know, that kind where you have two options side by side, one for an automated drive through wash and the other for a do-it-yourself power rinse. Well, as Robin drove up to the automated entry, he said to me, okay, if this is $7, I'll just go to the other side and clean it myself. Well, (laughs) it was exactly $7. So he kept his word. He looped the car around and went to the other side for the cheaper alternative. He scrounged around for some loose change, having no idea how many minutes he'd get for a couple dollars. After he found every coin in the car, He inserted those coins into the car wash, and the minutes on the time remaining sign climbed up a number, finally stopping at three minutes and 20 seconds. So all the change he had puts it inside of the machine, and the minutes that we got for our car wash totaled to three minutes and 20 seconds. Yes, 320. (laughs) Now, if you know me well, you also know I really enjoy numbers. I am not superstitious. I don't gamble. I don't do the lottery. I see absolutely no power in the numbers themselves. It just happens to be one of those sweet ways that the Lord will get my attention. In fact, did you know (laughs) God himself loves numbers? They're all over the Bible. In fact, they're in every part of nature. I don't know if you're familiar with the book entitled Mathematics, Is God Silent by James Nichol? It's fantastic. He goes into great detail of how numbers are at the base of everything and God designed it that way. Everything is created by God and for God. Colossians 1 says, He is before all things and in Him all things consist. Our glorious creator uses numbers to order everything, from the bumblebee to the snowflake to the very molecules of the atmosphere in which we live and breathe. But anyway, I've digressed. Back to the car wash. Every time God gets my attention through a number, it turns out to be the address or location for a verse in the Bible. And yes, 320 is one of my favorites. (laughs) There are about 5 verses I love with this reference. One of them is Revelation 3:20, when Jesus says to his church, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. When I saw the car wash time remaining sign say 3:20, Well, I of course took a picture, but then I spoke for um, Revelation 3.20 out loud and did what it said. Opened the door of my mind and heart and invited Jesus into my moment. Then something intriguing happened. As I watched from inside the car, I noticed that the time remaining sign wasn't changing. My husband was cleaning the car. His coins were being used up. Time passed, but the timer paused. Robin Power rinsed all areas of the car, and the 320 didn't count down. In fact, after the car was cleaned, and as we drove away, that sign still said, 320, time remaining. This was a simple phenomenon that spoke very powerfully to me. May I share the lesson from the clock in the car wash? Here it goes. The Bible says we know not the day or hour when Jesus will return for his bride. That's in Matthew 24, 36. God's word also says we don't know what tomorrow will bring. James 4, 14. It also says only God knows the number of our days. That's in Job 14, 5. People, today could be our last We do not know our time remaining, but we do know this. Jesus is constantly knocking at our doors, calling us to open up and let him in. Do you realize Revelation 3.20 is the Lord speaking to his church? The context isn't about unbelievers opening the doors of their hearts to get saved. Well, certainly God does desire that, And certainly we appeal to unbelievers to open the doors of their hearts and get saved. And I would certainly propose that Jesus knocks on the doors of all hearts. But the specific context of Revelation 3.20 is a message from God to his people, to his believers, to those already saved. It's an invitation for those who call Jesus our Lord to actually live like he is our Lord. And how do we do that? by pausing. Pause. Listen to the voice of your Savior. Open the door of your heart and mind and let Him in. Every moment. Let us engage in daily, hourly, minute-by-minute fellowship and communion with our Savior. Talk with Jesus. Let Him know how you feel. Welcome Him into every second. That is something we can do that we must do while we still have time remaining. Dear people of God, we don't know how much time we have left. In the moments we do have, may the simple incident of the clock and the car wash remind us today to pause, make the most of every minute, invite Jesus into every second, and rise up yet again with a steadfast faith that believes that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think. Do you believe that? Guess what? That is another 320 verse in the Bible. I just quoted Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20-21 3, 20 says, Now to him, God, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, as I finish, I've got to tell you this real quick. Did you know there is an historically documented situation in human history when God stopped time? Do you know that? Do you know where it is in the Bible? <laughs> In Joshua 10, the sun and moon literally paused. They stood still. And the Lord did this to defeat the enemy. Even mathematicians and scientists over the years have discovered evidence of this event having really occurred. Of course it did. It's in the Bible. God's true. His word is true. God is for you. He fights for you. Pause and let him in.